Only 4% of universities in the U.S. are R1 research institutions, and Temple University is one of them. This means 100% of students have the opportunity to participate in hands-on learning and research with world-class faculty. With over 600 academic programs across 17 schools and colleges, Philadelphia's largest public university provides students with a rich variety of opportunities and propels graduates to succeed in their careers. Temple University. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. Welcome in, everybody, to another episode of 410 Sports Talk. I'm James Haskell, along with my co-host, Glenn Martin, DK in the background, and we are here on a Thursday night, the last Thursday night of this season that we'll be coming to you without an NFL game on, or, you know, at least in season, right? It's pretty crazy to think that opening week is next Thursday. Yep. Uh, but uh, we are here tonight, of course, to talk about your Baltimore Ravens roster moves, uh, press squad stuff, offensive and defensive uh, expectations for this year and what we think they'll look like all the above. So if you're here to talk about Ravens, you're in the right place. Glenn, how you doing tonight, my man? Doing well, beautiful, beautiful day in Baltimore. I mean, the rest of the week's supposed to look very similar until it spikes back up early next week. So yeah, man, not a lot to complain about. Ravens football is just a few days away. And look, if you're looking to get kind of even more hyped up for the season, check out OBJ's most recent interview with Rich Eisen. Um, he, he thinks this team's got what it takes to go wherever it wants yeah. to go. Yeah. I mean, I think I, I would agree with him there. Objectively, it's hard to say otherwise, if you're a believer on Lamar Jackson, which if you're not, you're just, your head is, uh, in sand at this point, right? Like it'd be very difficult to mm-hmm. say that you're not, unless you're just a hater. Um, so yeah, no, super happy to, to talk Raven stuff. Super excited to talk about it. Of course. Uh, off the off the top, the Ravens made some general roster moves. Uh, so a lot of, I mean, I think all of them we were really expecting. The first thing to to talk about is the we kind of talked about this when we did our fifty three man roster, and even on Tuesday when we after the the initial roster came out, that of course, as always, there will be additional roster manipulation uh, with the vested veterans that were released and and things like that. So the Ravens brought back a few guys that we expected. Mm-hmm. So Brent Urban, Kevon Seymour, Josh Johnson, those three to the active roster. Uh, and then Malik Ham, Keaton Mitchell, and of course, Pepe Williams uh, all go on IR. They'll miss the first four games. So those were things we were, we were expecting uh, to, to see no surprises there. Right. Well, I I was a little surprised by Keaton Mitchell only because when he first had the shoulder injury, wasn't it a shoulder injury? And then he, yeah, they said it was a stinger, and then yeah. he was back at practice, and now it's and just now to we're stash here. him. Yeah, it's got to be right. Yeah, it's just strategy. Give him a little time to heal or whatever, you know what I mean? But it's just yeah. a, a matter of keeping his rights. Gotcha. Okay, but uh, and now I know Malik Ham had injury. No surprise, certainly with Pepe. Yeah, I was almost kind of wondering if Huntley was maybe one of those guys that was eligible for an IR uh, stash because you know, maybe just for the first four weeks. But I mean, he's definitely going to need some ramp up time to get back out at practice with the hamstring that's been keeping him out for so long. Yeah, it's a good point. I guess how does that work? I mean, he's so they have three quarterbacks then on the so Huntley just won't dress. He'll be he won't be part right. of the forty six and right at least not initially. Yeah, that's still an extra spot. But yeah, I mean, ultimately. Uh, yeah, he's, he's just not going to address. So maybe but your they, third quarterback doesn't count against that. Right. So maybe they'll still put him as that guy. I don't even know. Yeah. You know, cause I don't think your third quarterback counts against that active 40 
uh, was it 46, 46 actives? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. The other thing I wanted to mention is this finalized the Bravian Roy signing? Yeah, last I saw, he's squad. he's on the practice squad. Yep. Yeah, and I also saw that he intercepted Lamar Jackson last year. Did he really? He did for the Carolina Panthers. D tackle. I yeah, don't remember the play. He, it must have been like a tip or something at the nah, line. Nah, straight up. Just jump straight. Up, caught it. <clears throat> and then it was funny. He's a hell of an Lamar, athlete. Lamar reacted like, oh, crap, I got to tackle this dude. And then he kind of looked at him and was like, oh, crap, this is a nose tackle. <laughs> Business decision. <laughs> yeah. Not that, you know, I, I think he ended up going after him anyway, but it wasn't like as aggressive as he initially would have. That's I fine. totally get it. I'm yeah, okay get out of the that. way. Yes. Yeah. Because you know that dude's looking at you like, yes, bring it yeah. on. Been waiting know? for this yeah that's a dream right there man uh so that's that's exciting and then i think we already mentioned that melvin gordon and daryl warley are on the practice squad yeah i think we already talked about that but that didn't did happen we? no we didn't because yeah, we haven't yesterday. mentioned any of that yeah yeah um right so the practice so, squad's set yeah and and i think we were surprised that some of these guys were able to get through waivers um not mm-hmm. not everybody got through uh most notably Fifth round draft pick, Caillou Blue Kelly out of Stanford, okay. the Ravens wave, ends up going to Seattle, uh, gets claimed. Good for him. Gets signed to the 53. Um, I think that the Ravens were hoping to get him back to be more of a developmental guy. I think when John Harbaugh was asked about it, he mentioned that if there weren't so many injuries, it may have been different because they could have had you know, maybe an opportunity to not sign vested veterans who then yeah. are they're forced to pay. And so I think the, the addition to Ronald Darby – uh, and maybe even to some degree, uh, Arthur Mallette, I think led to it being more difficult to to, to keep a guy who they considered to be developmental. Um, good for him. He's getting a chance. Hey, look, the Seahawks know how to develop develop corners. I mean, they have a pretty good reputation of doing yeah, so. Yeah, that's true. Hopefully it works out for him. I mean, certainly he didn't do anything super compelling while he was here, and that's ultimately why he was released. So, yeah. you know, you hope that he turns out and plays well. But just like John said, you can't. You know, it's impossible to bat a thousand. Yep. It is noteworthy, though, that this is, am I correct in saying this is the second year in a row we've drafted a corner and cut a corner in the mid rounds? What's yeah. the other guy's name? Sean. Sean Wade, who Sean made the 53 Wade. for uh, New England this year. New yep. England, yeah. And then, of course. Um, was that last year that we drafted Sean Wade? I believe it was last year. Okay. Um, was Ben Mason drafted last year? No. Not this past so. draft. Wasn't- the previous draft. Yeah, he was. I guess he was. Yeah, I guess he was. Because they were in the same draft. Okay. Okay. Remember how excited about Ben Mason you were? Me? Get out of here, dude. You were stoked for Ben Mason, dude. Who, ben- bench? You talking about bench? <laughs> bench Mason? Yeah, riding the pine, riding the bench, dude. Hey, man, he's on the practice squad. You got to give him credit. I'm surprised they brought him back. I think yeah, that was true. That's one fair. of the surprises. You can see here the list uh, yeah, that, that Jeff Zerubic put together. List. And DK points out that uh, Bravey and Roy is the final spot, yeah. uh, like Jimmy mentioned, the guy who picked off Lamar with the Panthers last year. But Anthony Brown, I guess, no real surprise there. I'm a little I'm bit – I'm a little surprised. Really? Only that, like, man, he played awful. I, f- I felt like he did – I felt like he no. played – Yeah, I thought his preseason outing was terrible. Nah, I don't think so. The second game. The second game, he had a fumble. The first, the, the oh, the second touchdowns game he had a, to Volkolek. They were oh, nice. Right, right, I'm thinking of the third game. He had a, yeah. And then he had the pick six in what? Was that the first game then? Um, he had a pick six, yeah. I don't remember. Yeah, I don't remember. 
But a pick six and a fumble. I'm not mad games. about a guy who has familiarity with the offense being there. You know, I mean, I, I guess. I guess it's. I guess it's different because you can have a third quarterback in that emergency role. But I guess if you couldn't, like, well, if Tyler you know, Huntley's healthy. I don't think Anthony Brown's on the practice squad. Yeah, 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 that's true. You know, I think it's partially because because you're not going to. What do you need four quarterbacks? Right. But right now, right. I think they only have three that could actually play. Uh, yeah. But. Melvin Gordon and Owen Wright both get brought back to the practice squad. And I guess with the history of injury, all three backs that made the roster have had season-ending injuries in their short career. But were you at all surprised that both Melvin Gordon and Owen Wright were signed? Owen Wright forced his way onto that practice squad the last game. That the, the last drive, I think it was, that the Ravens put together, or the last couple drives, he really played good football, played aggressive, played like his life was on the line. Yeah. Um. And and he forced him he forced himself uh, onto that roster. Melvin Gordon, you know what? I I gotta give a vet like Melvin some credit in that like you gotta be humble enough to go from being a first rounder to and and how many years now? How many years has he been in the league? What eight years? Like eight, yeah, eight years. This is yeah. His and ninth. wasn't he in the same draft as uh, Todd Gurley? He might have been, dude. I'm pretty sure they were drafted together. I'm 99% Christ. sure they were drafted together. I could be That's totally cr- wrong. I'm not going to say 99. I'm going to say 70%. You can say 99, dude. People do this on, on this kind of stuff all the time, dude. They're yeah, wrong did you see what Keyshawn Johnson said that the Bengals never won their division? Did he really? I didn't see that. He was I like, know Joe he- Burrow hasn't even won his division yet. Just won it last year. Like, Keyshawn. Like, like, literally, it's not like you had to look far back. Dude, you have all the resources in the world to check your facts. Check your facts. Well, him and um, I, I'm not to sidebar too much, but I'm pretty sure that there was a part of their first day where Michael Irvin and Keyshawn were saying that body catches uh, at the right time are good, and it was just blowing the minds of many people around the country. Uh, hey, look, Irvin is the Hall of Famer. I, I can't say anything in the contrary. But T.O. tweeted out, and he said, look, I got more touchdowns than both those dudes combined, and you catch with your hands. <laughs> That's fair. I mean, yeah, it's hard to hard to argue against that. Yeah, Gurley, uh, DK just fact checked me. Yeah, Gurley and Gordon in the same draft. So look, he's hanging around. Yeah, man, and uh, just trying to prove he still got something. And mm-hmm. I think he had some tough spots in the in the in the preseason, but uh, willing to work and and continue to get out there and, and get it done. So um, yeah, we'll see. So yeah, you we can keep going down with the list. You talked about Ben Mason. Mm-hmm. Laquan Treadwell was one that we kind of talked about early on that he had indicated he was going to the practice squad. Sean Ryan, who we're happy about, right? He showed out in that first game. Travis Volkolek, yeah. is he is he the biggest surprise on this list that got through? Uh, let's see. Yeah, I guess he would be just because he, he showed out and this is a, a, a league where tight ends are being asked more and more to be pass catchers and he looked like he could be a legitimate pass catching threat. So, yeah. A little surprised to see him. Also, uh, a little bit surprised. I mean, I guess I thought Mustafer played well enough that some some team may have you know who needs a backup center. I thought it'd be tough to get through, but uh, but yeah, I guess there's and Daryl Worley. I thought he played his butt off. Has anybody's watched the part two of Wired? They really featured him, and and it was kind of crazy because I'm like, man, they just featured this guy and then they cut him. Like, what the heck? But I'm glad to see him back on the practice squad. I got to, to see what he brings more than just being a player. Like, seems like a real leader on the back end of the mm-hmm. of, a, of the defense when he's in there. Of course, won't be asked to be out there on defense unless there's an injury. But right. I liked his uh, – I like the way he approaches the game. Very professional. Um, so, yeah, happy to see him back as well. How, how, how surprised were you that 
They got Jeremiah Moon and Josh Ross, and they kept, what, five linebackers on the raw? I mean, you're talking a, a league that has devalued linebacker, and mm-hmm. they have five on their active roster and two more on their practice squad. Yeah. I mean, the Ravens are not ones to just follow protocol for the sake of protocol, right? Um, they tend to zig when people zag, for the for better or for worse. So, look, I think uh, Eric's learned to stay true to the board and let the team stack as it is right so in the same way you stay true to the board you take the talented guys you know mm-hmm. to the, for the for the most part regardless of position now obviously you need to be a bit strategic about it based on injuries and and other things but uh i think the other things the other situation the ravens have to consider is that pq is most like i mean most likely not here next year right so somebody's gotta gotta get some reps get some mm-hmm. mental reps get some practice reps and and figure this thing out right yeah, that's true. And they're looking I for that next Zach War as a running mate to Roquan, you know? Yeah, I think they're hoping it's it's Trenton Simpson. But yeah, you're right. Why not add more competition? Josh Ross flashed much more last year than this, but maybe that extra year off the injury, uh, he can kind of get back to making those plays we saw last uh last offseason. Um, but let's uh is there anything like the way I look at like a practice squad is like a good, you know, you try and see a good mix of of like mm-hmm. vets that could help, but also like guys that they're stashing for developmental purposes. Mm-hmm. And I see I see a couple of those guys, certainly. But I, I like bringing Rashad Nichols back. Rashad Nichols back. I think he yep. played he played well. It's kind of now he's now, super um, active as a player. Yeah. And like, yeah, brings a lot of energy to the group. Yep. And it's a tough, it's a tough room that he had to try and make. So there's no shame in getting to the practice squad here. Kind of surprised he's still around. But uh yeah, have you I, I think I looked and saw the guys who have you seen the list of those who are still looking for places to work uh, that the Ravens cut? Because mm. I always like to check to see that. And uh, yeah, man, kind of surprised Tariq Black wasn't asked to be brought back after. Yeah, that's true. He kind of did one of these, though, I felt like. Yeah, you know? at the very end, he did tail off at the third preseason. Yeah. Yeah. And even, even, I mean, I guess in the practice that we saw. We saw some stuff in the one-on-ones from him. Just mm-hmm. He's so big and strong, and you know he showed his power, his ability to use his body. But I didn't see much in the eleven-on-elevens or the seven-on. I didn't see, and maybe I missed something, right? But I just didn't see him get much attention. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I, mean, I guess the only uh, thing I could point to is maybe be his separation. You know, his ability to, his inability maybe to separate. I don't know, yeah. right? Like that's the only thing I can think of watching the little bit that we got to watch live. DK, I yeah. think has a has a um, has an image has a graphic here for us uh, that kind of exemplifies. By the way, Utah scored on their first uh, first play, seventy yards. First play, uh, first first offensive play, seventy yards, seven to three. Um, just pointing that out. Let's see. Yeah, so just like you said, Glenn, the ten who are still looking for their next team. Shout out to Jeff Zrebeck, by the way. It's freaking awesome. Covers mm-hmm. the Ravens like nobody else. Second best in the business, if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, um, buddy. <laughs> wide receivers, James Prochet, Tariq Black, Dante Demas. Um, yeah, you know, Dante, I felt like had a chance to make the practice squad. He only flashed though at then last game. That's but it. But it was a one heck of a flash. It was a flash, yeah. Um, and then uh O line Jake Guidon. Mm-hmm, Throwing that mm-hmm. one out there as a guess. Trey Botts, of course. Trey, I think, had a couple plays in the last game as well. Yeah. Um, Kaim yeah. Caesar. Kelsey, Kelsey, Kelly Sanders, Tay Hayes, DeAndre. Hayes had a pick off he of uh, 
Who was the vet he picked off? The veteran quarterback. Uh, Mariota? Oh, no, Brissett. Brissett, yeah, 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 yeah. And then Houston Carson and Corey Mayfield Jr. Um, you're right. I mean, I, I mean, to me, the Tariq Black stands out. Um, do any of these guys you think get a job somewhere else? Man, I, the, James Prochet. Didn't man, even make I'm, the practice squad, dude. Didn't make, and no one's, yeah, that's, uh, I guess, I, I mean, I think you can always, if you're a cornerback, I think you're always, you know, going to be asked at some point in the season if you can play a little bit. So I wouldn't be surprised if Tay Hayes gets a job at some point. But Corey Mayfield had that hard, that really tough penalty at the end of the game that cost the Ravens the streak of preseason wins, that fourth down uh, penalty that gave the, the team a, a first down, ultimately went on to lose the game. So uh, I hope I'm not, uh, you know, look, I know it's just one play, but it didn't look good for Corey Mayfield. But I think mm-hmm. Tay Hayes will find a job somewhere. I'll, is it was uh what's his what's his name um uh Lucian yeah I'm I'm a little surprised he made the 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 uh the practice squad as the only corner to do so because Worley yeah. made it as a safety but mainly as as a special teamer kind of trying to play the uh the co-cap role but a little surprised only one corner makes it despite being thin at corner and even the guys who you're asked to do you're asking to do a lot are new to the team and you only keep one on the practice squad you let a fifth rounder you know get away you know and 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 you cut all these guys kind of surprised there yeah no that's a good point i didn't i didn't initially uh realize that but you're right you've had all the injuries right and there's a bit of lack of stability there you think you want maybe a little more bodies yeah um but uh Especially familiar, like they're familiar with your system and right. can help it seemingly right away. If these guys get up, get gobbled up, and you're looking for DBs, you're gonna have to get a guy who doesn't Off know your street. terminology, doesn't know your playbook. You don't get his personality. Yeah, that's a great point. Mm, that's, so, that's something about. But Man, that we, might mean they have better. That might mean that they have more confidence in that group and that health of that group than we do. That's right. They got a lot of confidence in my boy. Twenty-one, yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're going down with the ship whether it's good down or bad you're riding with them man i down love it with it man when i jump i stay that that tends to be my life <laughs> well also shout out to christian welch found his way uh on to i think oh, yeah was it the practice squad of green bay or the 53 i think it was the practice squad but i, I could be wrong no, 53 dk saying 53 okay all right shout in, out to christian DK welch we trust. yeah yeah absolutely and then a little disappointed to see david sharp get away he goes to carolina i thought yeah. he played pretty well as a tag i get why, That's he why we took one of their here. guys exactly i exactly yeah, a little trade there i i'm not surprised he doesn't want to it's a log jam like he to, for him to get on the field i think something would have to happen to stanley mccary and Falele. Yeah, but you know he's still a good player, and I think you can use as many good tackles in this league as you can have. Yeah, I agree with you there. Um, but I mean, that's ultimately what it is. A lot of a lot of guys that uh, health, you know, all all things considered, barring health, we won't see very much of any of these guys this year, if anything, right? And that's kind of no offense to them; it's kind of what we hope. Yeah. Um, you know, we want our guys that we got out there in the 53 and and then mm-hmm. obviously the guys that dress on Sunday, Monday, Sunday, Monday, Thursday, Saturday, whatever day it is, we want them to to play and play well. And that's kind of what I want to talk about as well. Um, but before I do, there's a bit of a rumor that you talked about. I don't know if we should pay credence to this rumor, give it any airtime or not. Oh, yeah. Um, but uh, talk to me right before the show started. Glenn just pops off with this rumor and I'm like, and then we and then we hit live. I'm like, oh. 
Okay, nice. Just throw this tidbit in there. Talk to me, Glenn. What's going on, dude? What's going on in the rumor mill? Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it started on Reddit, uh, but there's apparently a guy who's made multiple accurate predictions on the 49ers offseason so far and accurately predicted the Trey Lance move, among others. And his latest prediction is that Joey Bosa will force his way out of the of San Francisco by his contract demands and will make the Niners basically trade him because they're going to be unwilling to meet those demands. And then soon after that, links were starting to be made that uh, maybe the Ravens would be the perfect landing spot. And even some people saying that framework, you know, is starting to be addressed by the 49ers. And look, this is nothing that's been substantiate could be complete bs and if i if i'm a niners fan i'm going this better be bs oh yeah dk said it's nick bosa oh geez not joey bosa you know what it was i searched bosa in twitter and and joey and joey's name is everywhere i guess he did something recently so but yeah sorry nick bosa the better bosa uh (laughs) even though joey's not bad but nick is ridiculous um what are your thoughts i mean to me, it's like, why, if the Niners aren't paying their quarterback, are they not paying this guy? I know they got yeah. a lot of weapons, but come on. This guy is defensive player of the year type guy every single season. Um, so why are they not paying him? But any chance, any possibility? What? What's your thoughts on these rumors? Glenn, there's zero chance. Zero point. There is a better zero. chance that I dress and play for the Ravens this year <laughs> than Nick Bosa. I don't believe this. I I pay it no mind. First, the Ravens don't have the money. We just paid Lamar Jackson so much money. We got some, you know, we're think about all the deals that we got that I just don't know how you manipulate this in a way. You're just like you said it. We're not in a situation like San Fran where you're paying Brock Purdy was the last pick in his draft. How valuable is I that? I mean, he's got to be making two dollars more a day than an undrafted guy, right? Like, yeah. So pay Bosa while you can. You have the luxury to do so, and and do your best to make sure the the height the height of their two contracts doesn't overlap, right? Like, give a front load him. Remember when Lamar's deal was young, we front loaded some vets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of a new thing here in Baltimore because we had been backloading vets because of Joe's deal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Right. So do that. Do that, San Fran. I mean, so yeah, I, I think there's zero chance that he one goes anywhere, two sits out, three uh comes to Baltimore. There's no chance. Yeah, you know, I heard who was getting real excited was uh there was also links to the Jets. And if you look at oh, the Jets gosh. cap space, uh at least in theory for this year, you know. Imagine that defense gets Nick Bosa. Uh, but, like, you know how this is. This is a fueled by, like, people that play Madden and watch too much NBA, right? Oh, for sure. You know, because, like, this yeah. stuff just – I mean, it's so rare when stuff like this I, happens in the NFL. It is getting more common. Yeah. But, um, dude, can I just say one more thing? Just really quickly. Yeah, Sorry, this is the last time I'll bring it up. The quarterback for Florida just tried to run and got rocked. Did got he? the ball popped out, got wrecked slow to get up sorry i just saw that um anyway that's awesome i'm so glad football's back yeah yeah oh it's nice but nick most ain't coming to baltimore yeah i I agree yeah no he's not he's not no chance no chance they let that guy leave it would be unbelievable if they let that guy go anywhere um but all right i want to get back to this roster yeah yeah sure 
So corner uh, Humphrey, as well, as much as John Harbaugh is trying to tell us that Marlon has a chance to maybe suit up for week one, yeah, judging happening. by, yeah, it's a foot injury. How could he even be staying in shape? You can't run. Yeah. Uh, so assumingly they, assuming they go into that game with Yusin, Darby, Stevens, Mallette, Armour Davis, and Kevon Seymour, and they may, they may elevate Lucian or, or Worley game day. How do you feel, at least against the Houston Texans, in that with that group uh, suiting up on the outside? Oh, I feel great. You're okay with it. You're not. You're yeah. not nervous. No, I'm not nervous because they got a. No, they got a. They got a rookie under center. It's his first game ever, and it's in the bank. Look, mm-hmm. the, your corners are what they are, but your defense is is an entire unit, right? And they're not a team that's looking to win this year. Let's be honest, right? They're looking to improve their players, get some moral victories, see guys get better, and as many L's in the L column as in the loss column as they can get, so that way they can get a good pick next year, right? And continue to build around yeah. CJ Stroud. I mean, I think that if you gave some guys some true serum, that's what they want. So I think that there's going to be, I think the guys up front and the the interior rush. I think is really what's going to upset him in, in that, in this, this upcoming game. And then even our safeties, some, some tomfoolery mm-hmm. back there, some trickery back there. Uh, and, and look, our interior, our interior linemen or our interior linemen, excuse me, our inside linebackers uh, who know, remember the, was that the Pittsburgh game? They got each got a pick. Yeah. Yeah. With yeah. Something like that could happen. So yeah, I know that we're going to struggle from a cornerback perspective. When you're talking about week one, dude, it's going to be a party. A party. Okay. I have no concerns. So you feeling good about week one? And I yes, guess I should double have included... digit win. Okay. All right. I mean, I I think they're right now nine point favorite. Nine and a half. I think yeah. it was nine and a half. So yeah, they're they're pretty much calling it a double digit win as well. And I guess I should have included Ardarius Washington in that group, even though on the depth chart I'm looking at, he's listed as a safety, but sure. he's going to be playing a heck of a lot more slot corner than traditional safety. I think that's pretty safe to say. Yeah. Uh, and, and I think you feel really good about him judging by your, uh, you know, your talk about him all, all off season. So yeah, I, I think it's a, it's a, it's uh certainly led by Marlon Humphrey, the group right. and missing him isn't, isn't ideal, but the fact that you got everyone else back and healthy makes me feel a little bit, more positive like if Yasin was still out or or you know some of these other guys Mallet and all these other guys then I'd be like eh. even even with that team because they got talented players on Houston uh but now let me ask you this week two week two yeah yeah that of course makes me way more nervous yeah yeah we got the bungles yeah way more nervous so yeah I mean that's something we'll discuss at a whole a whole different mm-hmm. time I, I really don't I'm taking it one week at a time Glenn that's right. We're we're on to the Texans right, right now. And but look, I'll say this. I've said it before. Everyone's concerned about the cornerback room. Everyone, you know, this, that, and the other. One, our defense is a unit, as I've been saying, but also everyone's gonna have to deal with our offense. Like, mm-hmm. look, if the first quarter of the season, one of my buddies that I run with here, um, shout out to Daryl, is a, a big Bengals fan. And um we were talking about it. I, he lives here in, in Ravens country. He goes to some Ravens game, but he's a diehard Bengals fan. Where's his um, house? I'm egging it. <laughs> well, Daryl's also like 6'2", 240, and just... I'll go I'll go there when he's sleeping. And he, he does distance running with me, so make sure you get in the car, and you're out of there quickly. No, he's like the nicest human. He'd probably be like, why, man? He's like the nicest guy ever. He's so much nicer than me. It's ridiculous. Uh, but no, what I was going to say is that... Um, 
he, you know, I, I told him the same thing. I said, look, man, it, yeah, our cornerback room is a bit of a struggle, but ultimately it's going to, if our off, if the strategy is fine, we'll just race, then let's race. Let's put one offense up against another and see who gets it done. Because I think that you'll be hard pressed to find offenses that can score at a rate that we can score. And you can point to the Bengals, uh, wide receiver room and Joe Burrow, but you can't point to their backs like you can to ours. I refuse to say that their running backs are as good as ours. I refuse to say that their offensive line is as good as ours. I absolutely refuse to say that their tight end room is as good as ours. So I think there's a lot of ways in which we can score, score a lot and score quickly. And that helps our defense. So mm -hmm. yeah, I'm concerned about it overall, but I'm not, I'm not losing sleep about it yet. Yeah, I think that I think that's very well said, Jimbo. This is a full def a full team. Yeah, and I, I I spoke to someone about similar thing. You know, they asked him about the defense and questioning the pass rush, which I'm going to ask you about next in the corners. But uh, at the end, and I you know I I said my piece about them, but at the end I go and don't forget this offense is going to put up some points too. Yeah, and so uh, don't be surprised if this team is outscoring teams, and even on days that maybe the defense isn't bringing. Um, their best stuff. Uh, but before I ask you about the the yeah. edge group, that I gotta throw this up because in classic PFF fashion, they've pissed me off. I mean, oh boy, oh boy. Explain this to me, Jimbo. PFF. Okay, they predicted him to be the fifth best quarterback. Okay, that's fine. Twenty four total touchdowns. Wow. So let's see. In year one, I mean, in year his first full year starting when he was the United States MVP, he threw for thirty six and ran for what nine. Something like that, yeah. Six or nine. It's I think it's one of those two. I can't remember. Like, and then, what the wh where? What's the math here? Like twenty four. Yeah, the How best. Are you saying he's only going to play ten games? Like what? Right. Are you so saying? he's 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 uh gotten darn near close to. I mean, that's not even accounting for two a game, Jimbo. That's right. like one and a half a game. Yeah, with the best wide receiver group that he's had. With the, the deepest tight end room that he's... Well, I guess that's the debate. But one of the deepest tight end rooms that he's had. Uh, and then the most friendly quarterback-friendly offense that he's been in. This just blew my mind. 24 touchdowns, Jimmy? Yeah, that's like, ridiculous. That's just ridiculous. Honestly, if he's healthy, what week is he getting to 24? Like, right. I mean, I'm saying... This is the same guy that at best week eight he's at twenty four I think and, and that's three that's three a game I don't think that's crazy to say no. he can get three touchdowns a game between the air and the ground what right no you're absolutely right um wow twenty four touchdowns in seventeen games Jimbo yeah what what's the math on that that's like one point three a game or something crazy isn't yeah. it or one point five I mean I don't know I'm not that great but I know it ain't two. I mean, that's just laughable, some of these predictions that PFF comes up with. Ugh. That, okay, so, must be, it should be 42. Must be there we go, there we go. That's better. If it was so, 42, I could see. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Oh, gosh. Wow. <laughs> 24, like, I'm not even a big enough hater to say Kenny Pickett will only have that. Like, I even think, like, he'll even achieve that. Total? Like, come on, man. Yeah. Offensive league. Like, come on, man. Wow. Yeah. Nonsense. No, that's a good point. But it's funny you brought up the pass rush because I actually had a question for you. Yeah. What's there that? are our buddy Cole put up a, I saw a tweet that said, <laughs> he said, uh, I'm old enough to remember when David Ajabo had a strip sack in his first professional appearance as a, as an NFL player. I'm, I still believe where are you right now in the David, Aj David Ajabo camp? Hmm. 
Man, that's a that's a, a good question, Jimbo. I'm uh I'm in the weird spot here because you know you don't want to be tough on a guy who's played one game and right. then played a played a training camp. And but I think what what happens is when expectations change, it's just like it's just like uh, Trey Lance. I saw Ryan Leaf talk about Trey Lance, and I thought he he talked about it like he kind of put it in perspective. He's like Trey Lance didn't tell them to trade up and give up three first round picks. He's like, look, if any quarterback from North Dakota State makes it for five years in the league, that's a freaking win. Yeah. So it's really about how you look at it. So, I mean, I think that it's all about perspective on him. And I think this the hype train made us look at him maybe a little bit to be different than what we should have. It's through a different lens than we should have. And expectations flew through the roof off of really just padded practice. Like, yeah. he didn't, he, you know what I mean? So it's like, I think it's partially on our end, but to say that you can count on him, I think is also kind of crazy. Like you can't count on him any you're hopeful and he's developmental, but you can't go, all right, on third down, we know you got to deal with this guy. I don't think, I don't think he's there. So I think the signing of Clowney was genius. It was because what it did is says, all right, don't even worry about the run game. dude. Just, just cultivate your, your pass rush and we'll let Clowney, you know, deal with the run game. And then yeah. if you, if you can't do that, then we'll let Clowney deal with the pass attack as well. I mean, I, I thought that was such a key signing because I think, Oh I'm starting to have more confidence in him, which I think oh, started camp. He's... It was kind of flip, but Oh I know can play the run yeah. and let's see what he can do from a pass rush. But yeah, as far as counting on a job, I can't do it. Yeah, man. It's crazy because I won't name this Ravens media member to avoid him. You know, because they're supposed to be the mouthpiece for the Ravens, so saying negative things about players probably isn't your best move. Right. Um, but this particular person said to me, look, it's exactly what you said, but articulated a little differently. He said he, he, he spiked one year in college. Right? It was really one year that he took off, and based on that one year, I mean, if you look at the other guys that are around him that year, you know, you wonder what the residual effect was. And I'm not throwing the baby out with the bathwater. I'm just saying that this is kind of what I've heard. Um, yeah. so what are what how much was how much was he benefited by the people around him and, and that defense as a whole? And then um he's just a young football player, right? We, and we only saw him in one game. So ultimately the jury's still out. You you gotta, you know, you gotta figure out what it is we got. But I just wish he had I just don't see any power, Glenn. And you're right. Ever since the mysterious injury, man, if you look at his college tape, he exploded off the line. But also, it could be relative, right? Like, maybe the offensive tackles in front of him are just, I mean, they are, right? They're they're the best of the best. All of them. Even the worst of them is better than 95, 99% of the tackles in college, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, I don't know if that has just the jump has to do with it, but... I don't know, man. I, I'm nervous. I'm nervous about this, and it's funny because I'm I, I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm grateful for Clowney at this point. Well, I I think I'm I'm also grateful <laughs> for this the 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 roster construction and Mike yeah. McDonald because this team didn't have a guy last year and they were top five in sacks. Yeah, and that's also what I keep pointing to. It's like, well, then they're like, well, they lost uh, Houston. I'm like, did you really watch the game? Like, first of all, he had three sacks in one game, or three or four in one game. So that means he had six in the other 16 games. So it's not like they never had, they haven't had a guy since T. Sizz left. So it's like, 
I'm okay with the fact knowing that our linebackers can blitz. So I expect about five, maybe sacks from, from Roquan and maybe four from PQ. I expect a, a couple from our safeties, each of our safeties. Certainly Kyle Hamilton, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets a half dozen mm-hmm. the way he knows how to blitz and uses his hands. So it's more of a team effort than a, a team that relies on maybe one or two guys. It just does it differently. But the fact that they still are top five in sacks means they're still disrupting the quarterback. And maybe, just maybe, Oway will turn into what they hoped he would be. And maybe Ajaba will look starting looking like more like he did uh, back at Michigan. Yeah, let's hope so, man. Um, I definitely, like you said, don't don't want to uh, throw the baby out with the bathwater. But um, I'm, I'm, I'm just nervous. Just nervous. Yeah. Well, like Marcella said, Paul Kruger didn't break out till his last season, and he's right. Some yeah. players need uh, need that time. I mean, just just recently, offensively, Ben Powers took till his third year to become a player. Uh, so maybe maybe it's uh, the future for Owe. I, I do like that these guys are close and and pushing each other. I think that'll help. My biggest concern right now with Ajabo is that I I doubt he has much confidence. Like. I got yeah. to imagine it's wavering and a player without confidence. It's hard to get out of that hole. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it takes, it takes some luck sometimes. Oh, Laura says, Hey guys, sorry. I haven't been around lately. I know I have a good feeling about this year. Good. We do too, Laura. I think we're mm-hmm. super excited about it. Um, I'm, I'm man. I, 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 and DK says it. he still thinks the job is more hurt than we know. Uh, so I think we, we agree with that as well, but yeah, I'm looking forward to the season. Laura, we can't wait. Uh, certainly week one is going to be an exciting, uh, absolute fiesta in Baltimore. And I, I, I can't wait for it. That's right. Um, yeah, man. Hey, we got to, and we, I tell you what, we got, uh, we got a chance. I think, let's see. Uh, we got a chance to have a pretty good show next week. I, um, oh yeah. I, I, yeah, absolutely. We got right now we got, yeah, I think we, we, we pretty much have the guests lined up. We're going to have an AFC North roundup, just kind of give you guys an opportunity throughout the course of our live. We'll have uh stop in guests from the Browns uh, representatives, you know, who, who cover the Browns, the, the, the Steelers and the Bengals. They'll go over what changes they've made in the off season, talk about their expectations for the team this upcoming season. We'll kind of maybe get a prediction out of them, what they think their team will finish up. But I think it'll give a good opportunity to kind of look, look, the first goal for every team is to win their division. So it'll give us a good look because this is probably the toughest division in all of football. And I know even like, it, it's hard to pick where any of these guys, like who do you know? I don't, there's no consensus who's going to finish fourth. I mean, some people are bullish enough to say the Steelers are going to win this division. Yeah. And, and some are, are picking the Browns to be a dark horse. I don't see any consistency when it comes to three and four, no matter who you're looking at predicting it. So I think it'll be a good way to kind of get a feel for what other teams are doing before the season starts. Yeah, it's going to be really interesting to see and a lot of fun. Of course, everybody rides with their team for the most part. uh, So that's going to be really exciting. I can't wait. Next week is officially game week, right? Yeah. Holy crap. Uh, so make sure you tune in. The, the one thing I do want to say before we sign off for tonight is uh, BetUS, of course, is our sponsor for the show. We ride with BetUS. You guys should do the same. There is a link that's going to be in the description. Uh, yeah, there you go, DK. appreciate that. The link is is uh, actually, let me uh, put it in the description right now because it is not in the description right now. But uh, let me put it in there real quick. And DK said he did it. Oh, did you? Oh, no, no, okay, no, no, so. no, no. Oh, he said I will do it. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Of course. Um, well, yeah, but look, go to BetUS. Yeah. They'll match up to hundred and twenty up to twenty five hundred dollars, a hundred and twenty five percent of your initial deposit. So, I mean, it's 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 free money to gamble with. Go which go with what you know. Check out before the season starts. Check out those season long bets for your Ravens. Look at all the player prop bets. I yep. tell you what, if they're putting the over under on Lamar Jackson's total touchdowns at twenty four, like those dinguses run over to the PFF, bank. Put all of it on the over. I mean, that is the most ridiculous bet. Uh, so, yeah, check out BetUS. They have everything you can imagine to bet yes. on. Super simple. They've been around the longest that I can remember. I mean, I'm, I'm getting to be up there, Jimbo. I remember these guys back when I was uh, just, out of high, just out of high school. Because, you know, I wouldn't bet before. Oh, right. You know right. what I'm Never. saying? You bet responsibly. That's right. Absolutely. But yeah, seriously, check Bet, Bet US out. Uh, best in the business and get that match up to $2,500, 125%. Yes, sir. Money in the bank. Go check it out. That is it for us tonight, folks. We'll be back on Tuesday. And of course, if everything anything breaks, get, full, get, get uh, excited for game week. We certainly are. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where are my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen.